Welcome back to Non-Toxic Talk. This is your host, Jenna, and today we're going to be diving into 12 common food additives. Should you avoid them and exactly why? This is one of the questions that I get all the time. What is the problem with additives? What is the problem with preservatives? Well, today I'm going to break it down for you and tell you that these flavor enhancers that actually change the appearance or texture of a product to extend its shelf life are wreaking havoc on your health. Let's dive in. So what exactly is the deal with common food additives? Are they something that we should be concerned about? Are they something that people just create a lot of hype around? Well, I'm going to give you an entire list of things that are common, found in foods often, and I'm going to give you some research on it as to why you should avoid them. The first one we're going to start with is MSG or monosodium glutamate. Now, many of you have heard a lot about MSG over the last like 15 years. It got really popular and everyone was trying to avoid it and it is actually still found in foods nowadays. The reason why it's added is to intensify and enhance the flavor of savory dishes. It's found actually in a variety of processed foods like frozen dinners, canned soups, salty snacks, and it's even added to foods at restaurants and fast food places, and that is the most common place you will find MSG. Now, MSG has been a very hot topic since 1969, even though it apparently got more traction over the last 15 years, because a study of mice was completed, and when these mice were found to have large amounts of MSG, it caused harmful neurological effects and it actually impaired their growth and overall development. Now, what's difficult about this is that MSG consumption is not only linked with weight gain, but it's also linked with metabolic syndrome in some observational studies. Um, There's even symptoms that can show up like headaches, sweating, numbness in the body after eating certain amounts. So there's a lot of different research out there, but overall there is nothing good when it comes to MSG. The majority of people in the world have MSG sensitivity and don't even know it. So if you find monosodium glutamate on your label, make sure you avoid it. There's so many reasons why we are taught to read food labels, right? We always want to know exactly what's going into our food and there's a lot of hidden ingredients. And so sometimes people will see an additive or a preservative on there and know and not know that it's harmful. So let's go to the next one. Artificial food colorings. I actually did um, a big segment on this on social media not too long ago. And there are lots of potential health effects when it comes to artificial food coloring. In so-called fake foods, what I call them in like regards to Pop-Tarts and Doritos and all of these things, um, they contain a lot of artificial food coloring. It's used to brighten and improve the appearance of everything from candies to even condiments. Now, in recent years, though, there have been many concerns about potential health effects, specifically blue one and red 40 
yellow five and also yellow six. They have been associated with high allergic reactions in some people. Additionally, there has been a report out there that artificial food coloring can promote hyperactivity in children. And this is one of the most popular arguments that you hear out there. A lot of people say that hyperactivity with ADHD on the rise, kids should not be having artificial food coloring. There's even been concern about potential cancer causing effects with certain food dyes. Now, there's more research that needs to be done to evaluate the safety and the potential health effects of artificial food coloring. But regardless, food dyes are found primarily in processed foods and they should be limited. Of course, we want to avoid processed foods as much as possible and always opt for whole foods, which are higher in important nutrients. And naturally, they are free of artificial food coloring. Um, red number three has also been shown to increase the risk of thyroid tumors, which has been found in animal studies. So anytime you find food coloring, make sure that you can skip that food dyes. You will find it in lots of different types of candy. So make sure you are following me on Instagram so you can stay up to date with all of my candy swaps with safe swaps for all kinds of things, food products. I try to post as much as I can. Number three is sodium nitrite. Now sodium nitrite is actually a preservative and it prevents the growth of bacteria while adding a little bit of a salty flavor and a reddish, reddish color to the food. It's frequently found in processed meats. Now, when it's exposed to high heat in the presence of amino acids, nitrites can actually turn into nitrosamine, which is a compound that can have significant effects on our health. One review showed that a higher intake of nitrites were associated with higher rates of cancer, one of them including stomach cancer. And many other studies have found a very similar association as well, saying that eating a significant amount of processed meats can actually be linked to breast and bladder cancer, among other different illnesses. Now, difficult it can be, <laughs> right? It is very difficult to avoid processed meats. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've thrown turkey sticks in my kids' lunches or we're on the go and we need something quick and we grab some lunch meat, but it is really important, you know, that bacon, sausage, hot dogs, things like that, you try to keep to a minimum. I don't know how many of you are familiar with body code sessions, and this is definitely a topic for another podcast, but body code is basically where you find out where your body's energy is off based on things you're being exposed to, things you're eating, stuff like that. Well, on my recent body code session, my energy healer was telling me that I need to cut back on the nitrites and nitrates that I'm being exposed to, and that it's actually throwing my body's energy out of whack. I try to eat everything nitrite and nitrate free, but sometimes they are hidden in foods and we just don't know it. So you absolutely have to do your research. I'll give you more info on body code sessions in the future. Okay, now let's jump to a controversial ingredient. Number four is guar gum. Guar gum is a long chain carbohydrate. It's actually used as a thickener and a binder. Now, the reason why we try to avoid thickeners and binders in the non-toxic world is because 
Again, they're additives. They're not whole food things. This is actually linked to irritable bowel syndrome, bloating, constipation, problems affecting the gut and the small and large intestine. Now, what's interesting about this is that people who took guar gum with their meals had increased feelings of fullness. At least that's what has been found in previous studies. And there's other research out there that says it can actually help lower levels of blood sugar and even cholesterol, but it can make things swell 10 to 20 times their size, creating problems with the small intestine, as I mentioned before. So it can also cause symptoms like bloating, cramps, gas, things like that. So when you see something on the label that is listed as guar gum, you may want to skip it. So think twice before you are eating lots of processed foods with this ingredient in it. There is the FDA guidelines who actually said that guar gum is added to a lot of foods. You just need to make sure you're staying under a certain amount. All right, the ever so popular number five, high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup is a sweetener made from, guess what, corn. You may find it in basically everything, popsicles, sodas, juices, candies, lots of breakfast cereals, and a ton of snack foods. Unfortunately, if you were raised eating a lot of unhealthier snacks like me, you got your fill of high fructose corn syrup. It's even found in ketchup. In one study, 32 people consumed a drink sweetened with either glucose or fructose for 10 weeks. By the end of the study, the fructose sweetened beverages caused significant increases in belly fat and blood sugar levels. And it actually decreased insulin sensitivity when compared to the glucose sweetened beverages. Now there have been studies out there that have also found that fructose can trigger inflammation in the cells. Now, many of you that are into non-toxic living want to avoid inflammatory diets and inflammatory foods as much as possible. So following an anti-inflammatory diet is very, very important. Now we know that chronic inflammation can actually play into a lot of disease and conditions, including heart disease, cancer, diabetes. We want to try to cut back on the amount of sugar that's being consumed. But of course, if it's real sugar versus high fructose corn syrup, that's completely different. So going with whole unprocessed foods, of course, without added sugar is always what's really important, or you can naturally sugar things or naturally sweeten things. Now, high fructose corn syrup is not only associated with weight gain, but it's associated with diabetes and it is high in empty calories. So if you see this on the label, of course, this is a big red flag try to avoid this as much as possible. And I believe it's actually found in Heinz ketchup, but the new organic version does not contain it. So just make sure you are reading your labels. Number six, artificial sweeteners. Artificial sweeteners can be used in many diet foods. They are used to enhance sweetness. Common types include aspartame, which is a big one that has been coming up on a lot of very controversial topics in the past with sodas as well as even sparkling waters, sucralose, and there are a few other additional artificial sweeteners, but those are the two most popular ones. Now, artificial sweeteners 
actually positively have been correlated with weight loss and managing of blood sugar levels. However, we want to try to avoid these because aspartame has been linked to headaches. Studies actually show that certain individuals can be much more sensitive to its effects. Of course, it just depends on the person. Now, artificial sweeteners are and should be limited because they can actually cause negative effects when it comes to headaches. There are some reports out there that it could be correlated with cancer, but nothing has actually been proven. So I would just avoid those as much as possible. Um, we have a ton of research within my Facebook group when it comes to artificial sweeteners. So if you're looking for more resources, you can check that out. Okay. Number seven on our list out of 12 ingredients you need to look out for is carrageenan. How many of you have heard of carrageenan? Pick up your toothpaste right now and make sure it's not in there. Carrageenan is hidden in so many different things. And if you are looking for brands that are not greenwashed, <laughs> look for ones that are carrageenan free because the majority of toothpaste out there actually contain this harmful ingredient. It's a preservative and emulsifier and also a thickener and it's in a variety of many different food products. Now it can actually even be an almond milk, cottage cheese, ice cream, coffee creamers, and even dairy-free products like vegan cheese. Now I am actually dairy-free and so is my family because dairy is linked to inflammation as well as you know sinus issues things like that there are a lot of people i know that eat dairy and that is what works for them but when it comes to options that are dairy free you really have to keep your eye out for carrageenan now what's interesting about all of the research that's out there is that it says carrageenan is also believed to negatively impact digestive health and that it can actually be associated with the formation of growths and ulcers within your intestines. Now, this is really interesting because one small study that took patients that had undergone ulcerative colitis, they took a supplement taking carrageenan and they actually experienced a relapse. So it does affect your body. Now, unfortunately, there's varied research out there about the effects of carrageenan. It's still being studied, but I would highly, highly recommend that you avoid this as much as possible or limit your intake. Now, I know it's really hard to just go through your cabinet and throw everything out, but this is something that's really important. All right. Number eight is one of my favorites to talk about sodium benzoate. I talk about this all the time on social media. Sodium benzoate is a preservative that you're going to find in baby wipes. You're going to find it in salsa. It's in so many things, you guys. It's awful. It's even added to carbonated drinks, acidic foods like salad dressings, pickles, fruit juices, condiments. It is in so many different things. Now, of course, the FDA has said that it is generally recognized as safe. However, there are lots of studies out there that are also linking sodium benzoate to increased hyperactivity in children along with artificial food coloring. Ding, 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 ding. You need to avoid sodium benzoate as much as possible. It's even in the pickles that my husband got from Costco last week along with polysorbate 80. And I was like, ah, we're tossing these. Teaching my husband how to label read currently. 
Another study showed that higher intake of beverages containing sodium benzoate was associated with more symptoms of ADHD. When combined with sodium or when combined with vitamin C, sodium benzoate can also be converted into benzene. I'm sure that you guys have heard about this on social media. There's a lot of toxin-free influencers that talk about this. They talk about how when sodium benzoate is combined with vitamin C, it can also be converted into benzene. Now, this is a very big deal, okay? There's a lot of products out there that are getting pulled off the shelves and they're getting lawsuits slapped all over them because their products contain benzene. Now, the reason why benzene is such a big deal is because it's a compound that can be associated with cancer development. There are so many reasons why you should avoid sodium benzoate. I can give you a whole nother five minutes about the research that is out there about it. So I would just avoid it as much as possible. You should also avoid foods that contain ingredients like benzoic acid, benzoate, benzene, especially if they're combined with vitamin C, such as citric acid or absorbic acid, okay? All right, number nine, this one's kind of quick, but it's kind of a given. When it comes down to trans fats, you need to try to avoid trans fats as much as possible. One study found that eating foods high in trans fats increased several markers of inflammation, which we know is linked to lots of different diseases, chronic problems. You want to try to decrease the amount of inflammation in your body as much as possible. Now, there was a large study that was done with almost 85,000 women that showed when they were having a high intake of trans fat, they were actually left with a 40% higher risk of developing type 2 diabetes. What? Cutting processed foods out of your diet is the easiest and most effective way to decrease your intake of this. Okay, number 10, xanthan gum. Okay, this one is a hot topic in my Facebook group. I have moms commenting all the time saying, what's the deal with xanthan gum? Why do we need to avoid it? Okay, well, it's an additive. It's used as a thickener, a stabilizer. It's in salad dressing, soups, sauces, syrups, all kinds of things. And actually it is found in a lot of gluten-free recipes. So for those of you that are like me, you <laughs> have a lot of gluten-free flours and flour combinations in your pantry. Now, basically all of them have xanthan gum. So unless you create your own flour blend, you're going to be eating a lot of xanthan gum if you're gluten-free. So you need to be careful and read your labels and try to avoid that. The best thing you can do is try to make a lot of your own stuff. So if you're making your own pancakes, making your own desserts, you know, a lot of um, flour combinations like that, xanthan gum needs to be avoided. Now, if you are consuming large amounts of xanthan gum, it's actually been linked to digestive problems and gas as well, just irritability with your bowels. So I would try to avoid xanthan gum as much as possible. If you are eating large amounts, of course, that's something to be concerned with. We know that non-toxic living can be tricky because it's always a question of what are you being exposed to? What's the length or the duration of exposure and how much? Well, I'm here to tell you that bioaccumulation is what's tricky, right? So a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that can actually turn into something big. So whatever you do, try to avoid 
and try to decrease as much as possible on a daily basis. All right, number 11, artificial flavors. Oh, oh my goodness. How many of you are on the anti-natural flavors train like me? Raise your hand. Oh my gosh, yes. Artificial flavors, natural flavors are chemicals, you guys chemicals designed to mimic the taste of other ingredients so now you know why crunchy mamas are looking at these labels and freaking out when they see natural flavors because it's not actually disclosed what makes up the natural flavors you are eating chemicals animal studies have found that these synthetic flavors can have concerning effects on health you guys, this is going to blow your mind, okay? One study found that red blood cell production in rats was significantly reduced after they were fed artificial flavorings for a week, okay? Not only that, but flavors like chocolate and strawberry were actually found to have a toxic effect on their bone marrow cells because they contained artificial flavorings. Now, Lots of artificial flavorings and high amounts actually can inhibit what's called cell division, okay? So your cells need to be able to divide to stay healthy, keep your body going, right? Remember all of that from biology class? Well, similarly, another animal study showed that grape, plum, and orange synthetic flavorings inhibited this cell division. So you want to try to be careful with what kind of flavorings you are consuming. What are your kids eating? Okay, can you naturally use things to sweeten other things or flavor other things? Because the, the fake flavors, the natural flavors, the synthetic flavors, you just don't know what you're eating. Always check the ingredients label of your food. All right, and number 12, the last and final one on the list. This may shock you. For those of you that are deep into crunchy living, you know that this is a red flagged ingredient. But for those of you that are new to this life, you may not think twice about this. At least I didn't until I did more research into it. Yeast extract. Yeast extract is also called different things. Hydrolyzed yeast extract. It's, adder, it's added to foods like cheese, soy sauce, salty snacks to boost the flavor. It's actually made by combining sugar and yeast. Now, why this is a big thing <laughs> is because a lot of people have candida. They have candida, they don't know it, and they're eating things to actually feed the candida and make their gut really unhappy. We know that candida is a window to other health issues. So if you are struggling with candida, if you have blood sugar issues, if you have things where you are very sensitive to sugar, you need to skip the yeast extract. Yeast extract gets this. Okay, get this. Listen up. It contains glutamate, which is a naturally occurring amino acid. But unfortunately, much like MSG, eating foods with glutamate can cause similar symptoms like headaches, numbness, and swelling if you're very sensitive to it. Now, additionally, yeast extract is really high in sodium. So reducing sodium intake has been shown to decrease blood pressure. You definitely want to make sure that you're not eating too much of one thing. I think this is just going to show that everything in moderation, right? It's impossible to avoid every single thing on this 
uh, list of preservatives and additives, but if you can decrease your amount or stop buying as much processed foods, it's really going to help you. Now, as of 2017, the, the FDA did say that yeast extract is actually recognized as safe, but there are so many people out there that are experiencing negative effects. So as I said earlier, the bottom line is please decrease your intake of processed foods. I sent out a newsletter last month kind of talking about how I've been struggling with teaching my kids about food because I grew up so differently. And my husband and I really cook 99% of our meals. We rarely eat out, we rarely buy processed foods. I was jumping and taking everything out of my pantry and basically putting it in boxes and saying, all right, we're starting over. We're starting over, you guys. I'm putting all the processed snacks up high on the pantry, up high on the shelf, out of reach. We're gonna phase that out over time. And I dumped the rest and I donated the rest and I was like, we are going to eat better. You're hungry, we're gonna go for fresh protein. If you're hungry, you're gonna go for fresh fruits and vegetables. We are cutting out our processed foods. Now, that's a little bit extreme, but I grew up on the other extreme, okay? I was eating the fruit gushers, I was eating the Pop-Tarts, the Lucky Charms, the Doritos. I mean, I was eating so much stuff, you guys. My kids are going to be raised better. And that is my goal in life. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that I taught you guys something new when it comes to all of the different 12 common food additives, how they're wreaking havoc on your health and you may not even know it. Should you avoid them? I think so. Feel free to share this and I will see y'all next time. Thank you.